Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show live at CPAC National Harbor, Maryland. Um, it's been a great, great show so far, and it even gets better. We're, we have Representative Kat Kamek of Florida. Yeah. Representative Kamek, how are you today? Good. I almost did my Ric Flair impression, so <laughs> but I spared you. Getting you in a chair to do a radio interview is like nailing Jello to a tree. Your time frame, <laughs> you how popular you walk where you got a crowd around you wherever you go. Um, how's things in Congress? Oh, it's Seems a total to crap show. Right. I cleaned that up for you, though. Yes, you did. Thank you. We're on terrestrial radio. Um, <laughs> what's not being investigated? I mean, we, we oh. have we have a new speaker. Um, we're going to tie in House Bill Two that went to the Senate and could sit yeah. on a desk, but yes, their border bill that really only fends eighteen percent to the border yeah. and eighty three percent to other countries' borders. Um, you know, you guys are demonized for not taking that up. So yeah. What's the disconnect there to where House Bill 2, which is a comprehensive, I had Tom Homan on yesterday here, said it was one of the most comprehensive border security bills that, that we've ever sent yep. over. It sat on the desk. Schumer's not letting it go anywhere. Yep. They passed this cluster of a funding bill to everyone else yep. but the United States. Try to call it a border security bill because it's, it's going to hire bill. more judges and more people to process illegal aliens, not prevent them. Uh, but you guys are the bad guys for not debating that or not bringing it to the floor. Yeah, I mean, it's all political games. I mean, that's, that is what I fear people don't realize is that just because you call it something doesn't mean that it's actually that. I mean, you got to think back to when Nancy Pelosi wanted to overtake our elections and they called it um, the For the People Act, right? And it was all about, you know, oh, we're serving the people. No, they wanted to publicly finance their campaigns for re-election with your tax dollars and give 16-year-olds and non-citizens the right to vote. And they couldn't get it across, so they tucked it into a NASA reauthorization bill. People started reading the bill. They're like, this has nothing to do with NASA. I mean, that is the joke in Washington is that you can name a bill anything, and it has nothing to do with the title of that bill. So... I think when it comes to that border debacle, H.R. 2, that is our starting point and our ending point. Nothing less than full-blown border security and support for our Customs and Border Patrol agents is acceptable. The fact that they wanted to, in their bill, give mass amnesty and citizenship to Afghan refugees, more visas, process people faster, had nothing to do with border security, as you outlined. That is egregious. And so... It, for them, they wanted to put something together that would give the perception that we were rejecting border security, and that is a falsehood. That's where we need to push back, and media has to do their job in pushing back. Well, that's that's the key right there, and you just hit on it. Uh, they're not looking to pass something that works for the American people. They're looking to get talking points to the media so they could point fingers, so they could raise funding off it, so they can win their next election off 100%. of this misnomer. 100%. Um, you know, just today in the paper in New York, when I was looking at stories today, 22,000 Chinese nationals yes. in this fiscal year alone. Yes. Uh, I had some experts from China policy. I had the former director of intelligence for the Pacific Fleet on my show saying, there's not 22,000 people in China just slipping through the PRC's fingers. They're coming here for a purpose reason. And not only that, when they get here, we're paying for their infrastructure to scatter them around the nation. Yep, because it's your taxpayer dollars through the NGOs like Catholic Charities that pay for their plane and bus tickets. And oh, by the way, if you're in New York, they'll give you an $11,000 uh, visa card to live off of. They'll cover your housing. They'll cover your education, your medical care. It's absurd what we are doing. We are literally letting enemies come here, no vetting. We have no idea where they are, and we're paying for it. 
It's a laughing matter across the globe. And we know that it is not a matter of if, but when the terrorist attack happens. That we know. And even today, Director Ray of the FBI, who has not exactly been a beacon of freedom and liberty and protecting America, right? When the FBI director in the Biden administration is saying there will be a terrorist attack as a result of the open border crisis, I think people ought to sit up and listen. Yeah, before it's too late. You also sit on the House Commerce Committee. Yes. Uh, a lot of talk about AI and what it's going to mean for, for stuff like that. Uh, what's what's going on in that committee and oh, what you're man. doing there? I guess the, the better thing is what is not going on in the realm of AI right now. Um, not only do we serve on the Energy and Commerce Committee, which has full jurisdiction over the American economy, but we now have been appointed to the uh, AI Task Force for Congress. And that's so critical because right now we're seeing all the potential as well as the danger of AI, whether it is election interference, deep fakes, um, perpetuating narratives rapidly and at scale is what they call it. Um, that is something that people need to be mindful of because the federal government is paying universities around the country to experiment in ways that they can combat, and I'm using air quotes here, combat mis- and disinformation at scale. What they are doing, and I'll use MIT as an example, MIT published a product that basically was an AI platform that targeted veterans, rural Americans, and conservatives because we were deemed unable to decipher myths or disinformation and we needed to be, quote, re-educated. So what they did is basically take the thousands of employees that used to work for the old Twitter who were going after conservatives, going yep. after veterans, going after moms at school board meetings and, yes. and people, anyone who brought anything up against vaccinations, and they've turned them into a supercomputer. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is the danger of AI at, at scale, and it can do it rapidly. And, of course, this week we saw Microsoft roll out their AI system, which was riddled with a ton of DEI BS. I mean, it, I, I know we're on air, so I won't cuss, but, I mean, the words that could come out of my mouth in describing this. Did you know that apparently, according to Microsoft, George Washington was black? Yeah. Did you know that the Pope is currently a woman? And when pressed on these issues, the AI system itself was said, I can only go on based on what I was programmed with. Or I've seen the responses, we can nor the confirm nor deny, deny that that's a fact. And that is exactly <laughs> why being on this task force is so important, because... If you're going to fix this, if we're going to really tap into the potential and not harm the innovation that is available, because I really do think AI could do something incredible. We could cure cancer. We could, we could do amazing things. But if we get to the heart of the issue, which is really the, 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 the language models and how they're crafted, you have to come at it from a Hayek, free market, free speech, liberty-minded principles have to be embedded in the language models from the start. That's how you fix AI. But the big companies don't want that because they want us to get in there and regulate. They are counting on big government to do what they always do, which is the one-size-fits-all of get in there and regulate the hell out of it. They want that because that keeps their competitors out of the business. And this is going to be the next huge economy. Before we go to break, and while I have you here, I just want to say I speak to law enforcement all around the nation. That's my background. That's what I do. I speak to border agents all around the country. The impeachment of Secretary Mayorkas was one of the greatest things law enforcement has seen in this nation in a long time because of the intentional negligence that he's created there in policy. Yeah, I mean, Alejandro Mayorkas is a big piece of crap. I, I, I don't. <laughs> and again, I, I appreciate you being no, PG on it, but no, I mean, I, I that man has lied to me as a member of Congress in a committee room 
and by extension, all of my constituents. He has lied to the American people and he has purposely not done his job because he is so hell bent on this political agenda of letting anyone and everyone in. And he has ignored the law. He has violated his oath of office. And it's a slap in the face to anyone who has ever worn a uniform or a badge. And it is just absurd that we have not been able to see him depart. And just to put a cherry on top of it, the thing that really gets me is we had a conversation, me and a couple other members had a, had a conversation with him that basically went something like, Congresswoman, I know that you guys want to impeach me, but you need to trust me. You're not going to like who comes next. And I responded with, so is that a threat? And he just smiled. It was indeed. He was, it was indeed absolutely threatening. A sitting member of Congress. Yes. Absolutely. Representative Kat Kamek, Florida's 3rd District. Thanks for joining the Rob O'Donnell Show again. It's always great to see you. Pleasure to be here. Keep up Thank the you. great work. Appreciate you. It's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK. We'll be back after the Bloomberg.